A final question for Magdalene Rose, Crusade Channel's uh, political affairs correspondent. Um, is, the, is it a messaging thing? Is it a wording of initiatives thing? Or is it that young people are just going to go out in mountains? Uh, they're they're going to go out and turn out 75, 85, 90 percent to defeat anything that chips away at or or uh, chips away at abortion, or in the inverse, to support something that guarantees it. And I'm talking, of course, about Ohio. Is this a messaging yeah. problem? Uh, uh, you know, because polls do not reflect what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 day of abortions lose about 76-24, according to the Pew Research Center, but they won 54-46 in Ohio. Is this a, is this a, yeah. a messaging problem? Is this a, uh, the amendments like the one in Kansas, are they written incorrectly? What, 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 what do you think? Well, my position on this, and I've been having some very tense conversations with pro-life activists, I think the youth pro-life movement is profoundly unfocused. I think that they are not on the ball. And there's a woman named Lila Rose who runs Live Action, a great organization. I think she's done great work. In recent years, her podcasting and everything has become increasingly about marriage and relationships and less and less about abortion. Mm. And her focus has become much more on, and I hate to say it, but she's kind of just lecturing everybody constantly about her life and about everything. And that's fine. I have a lot of the same moral beliefs as she does in, in those regards. But that's not her job. Her job was to be the youth voice that kept abortion in the media or to be the response whenever there was a story. And what's happened with her has happened with a lot of pro- young pro-life leaders. I think there's a real desire to be famous and to be podcasters. And go. that's fine. But then don't hold that position. That Ohio initiative. Now, just do know, I follow Lila Rose. I follow live action. I never saw posts about it. Maybe they were there, but there weren't enough of them that I, as a politically conscious young conservative working in politics, did not see anything about it. I think a lot of blame should be placed at their feet. Makes people uncomfortable to say that. But what changed? Because we went from winning pro-life battles to not. So obviously there's a leadership gap. And I think it really starts with live action and goes throughout the whole pro-life movement. Uh, Kristen Hawkins, Students for Life. Same, yeah, same. Even her, yeah, even her, I mean, she talked about it more. But again, where was the work? Like, where were the marches? Where, were the, where was the commentary? There has become this thing where they seem to be solely focused on social media, which I get. But then I don't even see the social media content relating to the initiative. It's kind of like they're like, well, it's just terrible. It's happening. Well, that's your job to fix it. So I think there's a real lack of energy and desire to go to work in the youth pro-life movement right now. Well, I tell you what, you are smarter than you think because that is very that is very well put. Uh, uh, or to that point, let me let me uh, quickly let me take you back to 2016. You know who Marjorie mm-hmm. Dannenfelser is? Yeah, she is Susan Anthony, uh, Susan B. Anthony List. Uh, mm-hmm. Trump was very smart in 2016. He went to Marjorie Dannenfelser and the, and the Susan B. Anthony list uh, ladies, and he said, I am a pro-life guy. I know that they don't believe me, but I'm telling you that I am, and I need a strong 
pro-life ground game. Will you join me? Mm-hmm. And she did. And they worked the pro-life groups for yeah. Trump in 2016. And you could see in the states where it mattered, it was pro. It was it was it was the fact that Trump had promised to nominate pro-life judges and to go after Roe versus Wade. Um, and he had the strong backing of Marjorie Dannenfelser and, and Susan B. Anthony List. There was another another group. I, I forget the name of it. Um, and, but the point is, and Marjorie is really good about that. They went door. They go door to door. They've come mm-hmm. to my house. <laughs> Yeah. And I said, wait a minute, I know you work for Marjorie Dannenfeld. And the young lady goes, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. And so, well, you don't need to, you don't need to politic me. I'm all in. <laughs> but that is a, don't, now, I don't know if the Susan B. Anthony list is still like that, but that's an example of a group that is strong yeah. ground game. Like you just said, yeah. they get out and they get the vote out. They do. And it's interesting because that's just not happening. I don't know what the Democrat operation is, but I'll tell you this much. There's a young woman who ran John Fetterman's social media in Pennsylvania. I think she's got to be under 25. And every day she was out there grinding and I saw her pushing and working. And then I would look at the people running Dr. Oz's social media and it wasn't happening. So it's not even just the pro-life movement. Our entire youth ground game is gone in the Republican Party. And I think a lot of that has to do with the impression that was given by certain young conservative leaders that somehow we were winning and we had the most conservative youth generation in in American history. None of that was true, but people bought into the collective delusion. And now Democrats pity us on CNN. Well, I could tell you this. Uh, you you hit the uh, the proverbial nail on the head with the proverbial hammer earlier with Lila Rose, and I think that they, she wants to be a podcasting star. Yeah, they all want to be social media broadcasting stars. That's what they want. That's that they want personal gain. And they want yeah. to be known. They want to. They want to be known for uh, you know. You listen to my podcast. You seen my video. Da, da, da. All that is there. <laughs> this and you know what you hit the again, Magdalene. You're 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 wiser wiser than you realize. There's a piece. Go, go look this up. I'll see if I can find a link. I'll email it to you. Mm-hmm. The piece was written by Matthew. Not Matthew Walder. I'm trying to remember who it was. It was called the Conservative Echo Chamber. And it was oh, written. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was written in 2015. This guy, he absolutely just dismantled. He just completely yeah. and totally dismantled the idea that Fox News is the friend of the Republican Party and the conservative yeah. movement. It is a complete and total illusion and deception. You were looking on it. We don't talk. Actually, dude, it is such a small share of the population that actually votes. It is an echo chamber. You might as well just go, oh, lady, oh, lady, oh, lady. You might as well literally just yodel to people because you're talking to the exact, you're talking to the same people. No one knew was coming. The Republican Party used to preach about Ronald Reagan used to talk about the big tent. They yeah. closed, they built, a, they built a moat around the tent. <laughs> they, they built, and they're talking to themselves and congratulating them. Look at all the followers. Look at all the hits and the clicks. Dude, you're not moving. Not only you're not moving the party, you're not moving Americans uh, to your cause. No, you're not, you're not moving yeah. people to a good, and, and this is the pity. It could be a good and noble cause. You should yeah. have Republican candidates should be going to places like in Cleveland where the bishop just ended the Latin mass. You should a, Repu- a smart Republican candidate would reach out to that priest 
or to the whoever's running that Latin masses. I'm just giving one example. This, this, this is not boilerplate, but this is one example. Reach out to those people. That's where young, active, conservative people are. And they're yeah. actually living it and doing it. They're not on social media. They actually will go out and bang on doors. They actually will go out and will go stand on a corner and pray rosaries across from an abortion clinic or some sort of or a library that's 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 forcing that's trying to force porn books on, on, on nine year olds. That's the kind of people that need to become politically active. They do. But you know this. There's a real bigotry towards Catholicism in the conservative movement. Oh not, yes there is. The only time we really hear about how great Catholicism is is suddenly you need a Supreme Court justice. And it's like, can I get a Catholic to do this? It's fantastic. Let's go find somebody who went to Catholic school. That's the only time there is any appreciation whatsoever or use of it. Whoa. So a lot of us look at this and we go, look, you won't talk to us. You, you shut us out. What do you expect? In 2020, they had Catholics for Trump. And they went out and they recruited Taylor Marshall. Now, you people, go back and tell Taylor everything I'm about to say. Go ahead, because I will tell him to his face. I'm not going to tell you anything that I will not own up to. That was a mistake. You picked the smallest sliver of the smallest amount of Catholics on earth. I mean, yeah. you pick like one-tenth of one percent of those that signify themselves as Catholics to go out and be one of your spokesmen, uh, Catholics uh, for Trump. Um, yeah. He also, as it, 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 you and I are chewing the political fat, he doesn't have that ability. And that's not a knock because yeah. that's not what he does. Now, if they would have picked, if they would have chosen someone that did have that ability and could actually talk as a Catholic, but not as a Catholic, but as a conservative and as a traditionalist, someone like yours truly, I could have, or someone like me, just a little bit less of, well, everything has to be like this. No, no, we can do natural. I can do Vivek Ramaswamy and still be Catholic. I can do natural law. I can tell you why something shouldn't happen. I can do Ben Shapiro. I can use Shapiro's yeah. argument and I'd be a Jesus hater. So they actually, I mean, they knew that they needed the Catholic vote, but they, and, and what they went and they chose is the people to go out and speak. I mean, just such a, and look, that's, uh, that's not a knock on Taylor. It's not a knock on Jesse Romero. And it was good, but that is a, that is a, again, one tenth of 1% of all people that are Catholics. If you're going to go out there and do Catholics, for Trump, you better have someone that can speak to the other 99%. Now, now, is that me? Am I just tooting my own horn? Or does that sound like something that's actually prudent? No, it is. And it's very annoying because a lot of times I talk to young Christians and they say, well, you have this lack of activism. And I'm like, well, you refuse to talk to, to Catholics in general. Why are you surprised that Joe Biden cashed in his Catholic card and became a Catholic president all of a sudden <laughs> while sanctioning the murder of babies? You wouldn't speak to us. So you shut us out. So everyone was like, yeah, I'll vote for Joe Biden. At least technically our guy is in the White House. They shouldn't be surprised, but that's that's where we are right now. Well, uh, a lot may, remains to be seen, and um, um, it's a good conversation, really, 